gentlemen, welcome to episode 085 of the Becoming Med podcast. This episode is brought to you by MasterMyPurpose.com. Guys, I'm your host, Ray Delanoes, and this is the podcast for men on their masculine journey. In this episode, I'm going to be talking about the skills of some of the world's most successful men so that you can learn how to set, keep, and achieve your goals. And we'll be talking about some of the things that you might be doing right now that are actually keeping you from reaching your greatest potential and meeting the goals that you've set for yourself. Hey, if you want to clarify your God-given purpose and master the skills of some of the world's most successful and purpose-driven men and march into action like right now, today, then make sure that you head over to mastermypurpose.com for your free 21-day guide to a purpose-driven year. Join the army of men who are already marching with new direction and purpose. Again, that's mastermypurpose.com. By the way, guys, quick win. This episode is actually being listened to in over 60 different countries. So thank you so much for everything that you guys are doing to be able to get this episode, this podcast in front of the right men. And really it's the small actions that you guys are taking by heading over to iTunes and leaving a five-star review, or maybe even just by sharing it with somebody that you know would benefit from this content. Sincerely, thank you. I really appreciate it. Hey, by the way, did you know that about 80% of men will ditch their New Year's resolutions by Valentine's Day. That's right. That means that only 20% of guys are still holding on to the goals that they said six weeks ago that they would still be doing, which is crazy. So statistically speaking, I'm probably talking to more guys here on this podcast who have ditched some of the things that they said six weeks ago that they wanted to do than guys who are still continuing to march. So what I want to do is be able to bring to you guys some of the resources that I'm teaching to the guys that I'm coaching one-on-one and to the uh, purpose-driven men mastermind that we have going on and just really be able to dialogue with you guys here, uh, share this information so that you would be able to just get on track, stay on track and focus on the right things. Now, one of the reasons why you are failing completely at meeting your goals and keeping with your goals is because you're looking at your goals completely wrong. You're like, well, Ray, that's easy for you to say. You don't know my situation. You don't know everything that's going on in my life. And you're right. I don't. And I I really don't need to, but I can tell you that you're probably not looking at it from the standpoint of a successful machine, right? You're not looking at this from the standpoint of a successful military unit. You're looking at this from what you know. You're looking at this from what you've experienced. You're looking at this from the things that you understand about goal setting and the things maybe that somebody else has told you or something that you've read, but you're not really seeing it from the lens of somebody who's seen the right actions and what the right actions can actually lead somebody to accomplish, lead maybe a whole unit of people to accomplish simply by focusing on the right things. And you're like, well, okay, tell me more. What are the right things? I'm glad you asked. One of the reasons why you might be sucking at keeping with your goals is maybe because you don't understand marginal gains. And it's okay if you don't, because not a lot of people do. Now, here's the best way that I can put it. Marginal gains is easily seen when you go to like the Olympic caliber wrestler. Now, I was a former wrestler, so it's it's easy for me to talk about this from this standpoint. When you get to that caliber of competition, you are going to see the best of the best from each country. So normally those matches are not won by humongous margins. You don't see a guy completely annihilating another guy at that level of competition. Instead, what you see is one guy walking off the mat by having lost by just one point at the very end of the match. Maybe you might see a guy who lost two points and he just couldn't recover. But either way, those marginal 
gains that happen throughout the match is the thing that achieves success. And so it actually comes down not to how many more moves you know compared to the other guy. It doesn't come down to how much more strength you have compared to the other guy because at that level, you're really looking at the very little nitty gritty things that make one competitor better than another. And it might just be the fact that that other guy was able to hold his lock for one second longer than his opponent. And those marginal gains, this small thing that you would have otherwise overlooked actually had a significant impact on the events that went on in the match. And so these are the types of things that drive people to want to find perfection every single thing. Competitors at this level are looking for what is the little thing that can make them 1% better or one fraction of a percent better than their opponent. They search for these tiny margins of improvement in every single thing they do because they know that when you compound those things, the effects of that is actually what gets you the difference between gold, silver, and bronze. And we don't look at it that way. Not because you're not a wrestler, maybe you are, but you're not used to seeing the effects of such small things in your life and how those small little things will actually aggregate to become the very thing that you needed to do or not do or perfect or completely get rid of in your life to get you to reach the goal that you actually set for yourself. Instead, what we do is we actually overestimate the importance of a defining moment. We think, you know, just keeping with the wrestling analogy, we think if we could just practice more moves for longer and run more and have better cardio, we will now be a much better opponent and we will reach that goal. But really, and it has been shown over and over again that in every single Olympic, that it's all about the small improvements on a daily basis. And those are the things that you might be underestimating in your life. The reason why you're not reaching the goals that you have set for yourself is because you are underestimating how much the little things in your life are affecting the big things. And really, habits are the compound interest of those small improvements. Your habits that you internalize today, the ones that you set to set out to accomplish to make part of your daily routine today are the compound interest of those small improvements. And now it's, it's best to look at it with money. Okay, let's switch analogy real quick. If I told you right now, hey, no questions asked, I will give you a million dollars and you could just run with it. Just a million dollars, it's free. Don't ask me anything, just take it. But hold on, before you go, you can also take one penny right now. No questions asked. However, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me finish. However, the penny will actually double in amount every single day for 30 days. Which one do you want? You got to pick five, four, three, two. And because I know that statistically speaking, most of you would have just chosen the million dollars and ran. I'll tell you, well, you're a fool because if you would have actually known the math and looked at what a penny does when you double it in amount every single day for 30 days, you would actually have had $5.3 million at the end of 30 days. And you're like, well, Ray, that's just a penny. How does that happen? And so you'll probably pause this podcast here. Go ahead and put me on pause and go ahead and check it on your calculator. And you start with one and times that by two, and then you'll get two and times that by two, you'll get four. That means on day three, you'll have eight pennies. But man, real quick, 
those eight pennies compound to 16, to 32, to 64, to whatever times two that is. Uh, and <laughs> before you know it, guys, you're looking at over 10,000. Now you're over 20,000. Now you're into the millions. How does this happen? It's this aggregation of these little small improvements that actually get you greater results than what you initially thought. You would have been happy with a million dollars and ran away. That's fine. But we look at these meaningless little things that you've been, in, you've been ignoring, these little small actions. And for you, maybe they're coming up into your head right now. Maybe your Holy Spirit's convicting you and he's showing them to you right now. It's this, it's that, it's this. You got them in your head, right? Maybe doing all those little things right over time, over the next 30 days is more important than that one thing that you think you need to get right right now. See, the thing is, is that small changes don't seem to matter at all at the moment. When we're looking at the grand scheme of things and we're looking at like, well, what is this little thing, this little action? You know, let's take Bible reading, for example. What is me reading, you know, this one chapter a day really going to do for me right now? It's like, well, maybe nothing, man. Maybe he's not going to do anything for you right now. Maybe you might not do anything for you next week. But I will tell you what, you probably can't tell me what you ate for breakfast three weeks ago. You can't. Maybe you can, but most of you probably can't tell me what you ate for breakfast, but you can tell me that that breakfast nourished you. We know that as a fact, right? That little small breakfast that you had that was meaningless in the scheme of the grand scheme of things, it nourished you. And so the same way that one page of the Bible that you chose to read that one day, that nourished you just the same, even though you might not remember it. <laughs> There's a meaning to it. It's like this small little thing that we underestimate. And since we don't see the results right away, man, we give up on those small things. That's the problem is that we are after this like 90 day abs, right? P90X. We're after like the Amazon, get it quick, ship it now. Why don't I have it yet? That we don't like when things take longer than 60 seconds to microwave, but you can't have, okay, let's be honest. Tell me one thing that is actually good microwaved over slow cooked. One thing, go ahead. Tell me one thing that you can microwave in 60 seconds and you will enjoy it more. You will tell me straight up that it tastes better than something that you slow cook for six hours. And if you can, I'd be amazed, but I'd be willing to say that you probably can't because over the long run, those six hours, yeah, it takes a while, but man, are we going to enjoy that much more than that 60 second little quick fix meal that you chose to put in the microwave and that thing sucks. It's full of bad calories. It's not good for you. You're going to end up hungry in no time because it's empty calories. Now, this whole time we've been talking about the positive effects of positive little small marginal gains, but there's also marginal losses. And these, this is just as real and just as true because when we repeat 1% errors, 1% bad habits, then those small choices also compound. You know, I mean, look at your bank account. You're like, well, dang, I'm, I don't have as much money as I thought. Well, how did that money leave your bank account? A penny at a time, really. Well, you're like, maybe it was a dollar at a time. So a hundred pennies at a time, but little bit at a time. And that right there was how the degradation of your bank account happened. It's a little bit at a time. You didn't go out and make a $10,000 purchase one day, but man, those $10,000 can go very quick when you're buying Starbucks every single day, twice a day. This is also how wars are lost. No uh, two armies get onto a battlefield 
and say, we are going to lose this war for our country today. No, both of them show up actually with the same exact goal to make the other person die for their country. (laughs) That's the reality of it. Like people don't actually go to war thinking, I just want to die for my country. Yeah. We want to serve our country. Patriotic. Right. Like that, that exists, but we actually want to see the other person die for their country. We want to build patriots on the other side, but you know what? That degradation does not happen overnight. And it also doesn't happen with one single blow. There's no way that any of America's opponents is going to show up to the battlefield and lose from one blow. Okay. It's just not going to happen. What is going to happen though, is we are going to get into a war of attrition where 1% by 1% by 1%, we just take it to the enemy, one battle at a time, one encounter at a time, one patrol at a time. It's one hill at a time. That's how we gain the entire field. That's how we gain topography. It's one micro terrain at a time, because even when you want to take a hill, that hill actually has little rocks and trees and micro hills within the big hill. Right. And so you got to gain that first. And again, that's how wars are lost. It's it's the little small things that compound over time that really only historians are going to be able to tell the full story of it. They're going to be able to look and see, well, the mistake number one was this little degradation that happened here in their communication. Mistake number two was this little degradation that happened here within their morale, this degradation that happened here within their supply chains. And boom, that's how the cookie crumbled. See, we don't see ourselves in this. Right. We just see it as black and white, like we have a goal and we're either going to stick to it or not. And, you know, you're going to do the best that you can with the information that you have or that you've gained from watching maybe some YouTube videos or reading some books. But like you don't look at it this way, but this is how you need to be able to look at your goals and look at your your, the, the things that you have purposed for you to do, especially throughout this year. If you actually want to get it done, if you want to stop sucking at meeting your goals, you have to look at, okay, what negative things, what little things am I doing right now? That's keeping me from reaching that goal. Maybe that extra show that you chose to add on to your itinerary or to your queue, right? And that you've been binge watching, like, dude, that little thing, right? It's 15 minutes at a time. That's stealing from you. Maybe it's one chip at a time. You know, I talked to a lot of guys who want to lose some weight. They look down and they're like, hey, I gained a little bit more than I thought uh, I would have at this age. And I want to get this off. And I always tell them, well, hey, how do you think that happened? Do you think like just 15 pounds showed up one day? It's like, no, how did, well, it happened one calorie at a time. So how do you think it's going to come off? Hmm. It just happens that it's actually going to come off one calorie at a time. <laughs> but here's actually the thing, you know, it's actually easier to gain weight than it is to lose it. It's like, man, that, that calorie, the gain to just stick to that midsection, it's just quick. But when you want to get it off, it like it, that thing is sticky, ain't no pulling it off. And sometimes, man, that's how it is with our bad habits. That's how it is with those negative 1% errors. If we have a really hard time breaking free from those small habits that are keeping us pressed down, keeping us from achieving the goals that we have set for ourselves. I'm picturing a Marine unit who's trying to take a hill. And there's a lieutenant, which by the way, you can't spell lost without LT. I can joke about that because I'm a lieutenant myself. So as long as I say it's fine. Uh, there's a lieutenant who's going to be leading that patrol and he's trying to get his troops from objective alpha to objective Bravo so that he can flank it and go ahead and set up suppressive fire for another squad to get on that hill and take it. One of the things that can happen 
is when he does his calculations to try to shoot an azimuth because, hey, we're not working with GPS watches here, okay? All of that went away in this scenario. He's trying to shoot an azimuth with his magnetic compass, and he says, all right, we need to go 229 degrees, and we need to follow that for about a mile and a half. Now, I've been there. I've been at this place where I've needed to hold the compass and keep a straight heading for as long as possible. But man, (laughs) when you're walking through the woods and there are a lot of things in front of you and you can't keep that heading, so you have to be a little bit to the left and to the right, left and right to try to dodge these things that are in your way, but also trying to maintain a, a heading, a true heading, it gets difficult. And so that, that little small drift that tends to happen to one side or to the to the other, depending on topography or even depending on a person's uh, favorite side, right? Like if you didn't know, you favor a side of your body. So generally, if somebody says, go ahead and walk a straight line for a mile and you have no point of reference, you'll probably lean to your right side of your righty or left side of your lefty because you just step harder with that side. Maybe you step a little bit longer with that side. So before you know it, that lieutenant who's walking, trying to get his troops to that objective Bravo over time, can drift significantly with just a one degree difference by just favoring one side, right? His, his little uh, innate flaw that he has to himself, that right there can take him in a wrong direction in the long term. James Clear actually said this in his book, Atomic Habits. It's a very small shift in direction that leads to a very meaningful change in destination. So look at your life right now. Look at the goals that you have completely abandoned by now or the goals that you're sticking on to and maybe you want to improve on them. What change, what shift can you make right now that will make for a meaningful change in destination? What small little mindset shift, what small little habit shift, what small little change of mindset can you adopt today to get you 1% better, 1% closer, one degree more on track so that you can get to that destination. Now, another reason why you might actually be sucking at keeping with your goals is because you don't understand latent potential. Now, I'm going to give this to you right from the dictionary. Latent potential refers to the powers or possibilities existing, but hidden or not yet actualized. Again, James Clear in his book, Atomic Habits, talks about an ice cube and he says, complaining about what you have not achieved is like complaining about an ice cube not melting when you heated it from 25 to 31 degrees. Okay, think about that. An ice cube will stay frozen until 32 degrees or up at 32 degrees. And we're like, well, which one is it? Like 32.1 degrees and then it starts to melt? I don't know. Maybe that's that's just when it actually, the chemical changes start to happen is after 32. But we're talking about you know, you took this ice, this piece of ice from 25 to 31, but you're not seeing results. So you're pissed because you've been applying heat, man. You've been going and going and it feels like you're just on a, on a treadmill. You are running fast, but you're not getting anywhere. And you're frustrated because you're not seeing the outcome. You're not seeing any actual uh, improvement. You're not seeing any actual change. You're not seeing anything meaningful before you. But you're also not seeing the latent potential in what you're doing. See, results have little to do with the goals that you set, but they have everything to do 
with the systems that you follow. What do I mean? If all you are worried about is showing up and just continue to apply that heat onto that dang ice cube, just keep showing up, man, and trust and know that if you continued with that same system, you will actually achieve your goal. Then, man, you would be a beast. You'd be a monster. There's nothing that would be able to stop you. It might not take as little as, uh, as you might have initially estimated. It might take a little bit longer. And you'll learn a thing or two about yourself in that whole encounter. But man, it's going to be so worth it because you're going to show up with a systematic approach and you're going to say, okay, I don't see it yet, but I know it's going to happen. It's like the guy who's sitting there carving at a rock. He's hammering and hammering and hammering and hammering. You're like, man, he does it so effortlessly, but dude, the dude has sweat all over himself. What are you talking about effortlessly? He's been hammering away. You're just seeing a little bit of chips. You're seeing some things coming, but you don't see that 15 swings that it took to get that little piece of rock off of that little nook or cranny and and, and that little piece of sculpture that he's trying to perfect. But if you would just focus on the fact that your results have nothing to do with your goals, and it's all about the systems that you choose to follow, you would actually start to surprise yourself at what will begin to happen when you stay consistent, when you believe in what you're doing, and when you're doing it systematically. We see this, man, all across the military. We don't try, we don't just do things because it would be good for us, because it would be good for the Marines. Like we do things because they are scheduled, right? Like we have a schedule of things that have to happen every year, things that have to happen every quarter, bi-yearly, things that happen monthly. And these things are written in orders, right? So there are orders written that Marines will have to take and they're like, okay, well, I fall under this order. I now have to abide by this order. So this thing says that every single week I need to do this and every single month I need to do this and every single quarter I need to do this. And we're successful because we follow that system and we no longer leave it up to our level of motivation that day. Well, how capable do I feel to actually perform this task on a weekly basis? Well, today, you know, this week is a really good week. I feel good. So I'm going to do it. But what happens when next week you don't feel that great or your force is not all the way there? Do you just kind of let that thing go go by the wayside? No, you've written it into order. It is now part of your system. And you say, I will abide by this no matter what. But again, you don't look at your situation in the same way. You see it by what you already know, what you already understand. And I, what I want to do is be able to open up the horizon here and help you see something new, something that the military is applying at like a thousand X. And this is the only way that you can take a corporation that large and spread it out across the world and still have it function. It's because of the systems. It's because of the systems that is being placed over the people, being taught to the people and the people go out there and just execute. The only way to win is to get better each day. And I think a lot of you guys, when you look at yourself in the mirror, that's what you want. You want to get better each day. But if you want better results, then you need to forget about the goals that you're setting and focus more on your systems and the promises that you're making to yourself. Start codifying them into an actual thing that will have it happen no matter what. And these things, you know, a lot lot of people just call them your habits. You know, you have a habit right now, hopefully, that every day you get up and you brush your teeth. You do that every single day. Why? 
Well, because somebody, when you were little, taught you that every single day you get up and the first thing you do is brush your teeth. Maybe you eat breakfast and brush your teeth. I don't know. However it happens, you should be brushing your teeth every day. I know I do. And so when you have something like that, that system already implemented, you no longer need to think about it. It's just part of who you are. It's part of your being. It's part of your daily routine. Start looking at your goals and breaking them down into systematic little habits and actions that you can take on a daily basis that will get you closer to your goals. Maybe it's not daily. Maybe it's weekly basis, right? Start doing these things and codifying them into practices that will be written into law because dang it, you need to brush your teeth every day. That's what you were taught. And dang it, you need to read your Bible every day because you want to finish that Bible in a year. Or dang it, you need to go ahead and do your 50 pushups because you have a goal of getting leaner uh, by the next 90 days. So before you hop in the shower, which you maybe do every day or two days, why not drop down and do those 50 pushups? Or man, you want to become a writer. So why don't you sit down and write 200 words every day? You're like, well, that's just 200 words. I don't just, that's not significant. Remember it's marginal gains. It's more than the 200 words you wouldn't have written because you didn't have that system. And you're like, well, it's, I don't really feel like it. I don't care if you feel like it, sit down, write it. It's just 200. And then when you feel really good, you might write 400 that day, but you still show up on the day that you don't feel good and write at least that damn 200. You stick to your system. James Clear, again, from the book Atomic Habits says this, you do not rise to the level of your goals. You fall to the level of your systems. Again, you do not rise to the level of your goals. You fall to the level of your systems. You see, your commitment to that process or to that system that you know you need to set will actually determine your progress and what you actually accomplish. It's not more motivation. Somebody lied to you if you're believing that because more motivation is fickle and it will change from day to day. It's not about determination because man, there is a lot of people out there who are determined to be a millionaire. They're determined, but one of them's a hobo <laughs> and one of them's actually a millionaire. So what's the difference? And that's another thing right there. We actually believe that the goals in and of themselves are good enough to get us there. But if that was actually the case, then we would look at every single person with the goal of having a million dollars. And we would then need to wonder why some people achieve those goals and why some people didn't. Right? We have two people with the same exact goals. They actually wrote them down identically and they believed in them and were just as determined and just as motivated to reach them. So why is it that one person actually reached that million and the other person didn't? And I'll tell you right now, and I feel like a broken record, it's the system that got them there. It's the day by day turning that latent potential into actual work and moving even when the needle was not moving right? Getting into motion and continuing those actions that they had set in their mind to continue those habits that they determined to make a part of their daily life, no matter what was happening before them, no matter if they saw the needle moving, no matter if they saw progress, the commitment to the process will determine the progress. Now, bad habits are also part of a system in case you were wondering, right? Like, so, so we have the, the good things that come from good systems. We actually, we actually have bad things that come from bad systems. And so bad habits actually repeat themselves because you have the wrong systems in place. The reason why you are not saving the amount of money that you would like to be saving right now is because you don't have the, the right systems in place. You are not checking your finances every week on a weekly basis. The reason why you are gaining the weight that you don't want to gain is because you have the wrong systems in place. 
you're not limiting your calorie intake. You're not actually tracking the calories that you're taking in and the, the macros that you're consuming each day. You see, so just how those systems, those positive systems can work for us, those negative systems also exist and need to be removed from us. By the way, guys, if you are looking for help in setting goals, achieving goals, and just wanting to have a man in your corner to either champion you on or to guide you along the way, then I want to offer you a completely free one-on-one coaching session. All you have to do is head over to thebecomingmen.com forward slash coaching. Again, that's thebecomingmen.com forward slash coaching to get started, to get marching in the right direction with someone right there on your side. Also, don't forget to head over to mastermypurpose.com where you'll be able to get that free 21 day guide to a purpose driven year. Now guys, thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Becoming Med podcast. Make sure that you share it. Make sure that you leave a raving review on iTunes and until next time, continue to march.